0: another episode of the Miles Offside podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy From Afar, and with me as always, he just lost 5-1 to Barcelona, it's Chuck Bailey! I just lost 5-1 to Barcelona. No, that that's the other guy. I'm just making a joke about a class. You know a classical? Oh no, you don't because you've never
1: watched it before. No, didn't watch this one either. Didn't watch this one either, guys. Um... But I didn't get fired, so, you know, swings and roundabouts. Hey, that's what you get for not watching it. Exactly. Some people watched it, got fired. Other people didn't watch it, still get their jobs. So. Logic. Boom. Moving on. With us, as always, super
0: producer. We're going to keep it nice and short for him today, so he doesn't have to do too much work tomorrow. It's Ian Simpson.
2: Thank you for that. How are you? Good, good. Episode 21.
0: 21. We're old enough to drink.
1: We're also recording on Halloween. What is good is is my girlfriend got all excited because we finally live in the kind of place where you might get trick-or-treaters. And it's now half past eight here and we have had zero trick-or-treaters. And so just have an abundance of sweets and chocolate. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Well, that sign out in front of your house that says fuck off children probably didn't do much to lure them in. <laughs> so,
1: uh, she did up. She didn't see it yet. She didn't listen to this and know I put it out there. Still, chocolate's <laughs> good. Yeah, right. And, um...
2: I'm continuing my uh, number theme, episode 21. Uh, 21 was the winning margin in Chelsea's record-breaking two-legged 1971 Cup Winners' Cup match against Luxembourg amateurs Juness Horcheridge. They had a 15-year-old on their bench, a 40-year-old forward and a winger who had one arm. And (laughs) (laughs) And was such a village team that they had four brothers from the same family in their
1: team. Yes. Can you have... Can you can you have brothers not from the same family um yeah it's called a brother from another mother very
0: common in the us
2: that's a very good point i don't know why i, I don't know why i said that <laughs> four brothers i don't know it felt incomplete just saying four brothers it's the midlands isn't it mate that's why <laughs> yeah we don't usually have to specify from the same family that's, <laughs> that's just a given but yeah twenty twenty-one 21 nil over two legs
0: well, my favorite part is the guy with one arm, for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I, know. I guess that you don't need it for soccer, but still. <laughs> it's just a shame that was the goalkeeper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might have had something to do with the 21 goals, but that is still yeah. a, that's still a record in European competition. Oscar's
1: actually got a badge uh, of that match on a shirt somewhere.
0: It's true. I got a tattoo of it on my ass.
1: <laughs> Oh, almost got a spit take. Almost got a spit <laughs> take. It's going to happen. Just 21, a dash, on one cheek, and then just let you read into that one, guys. Yeah, I was going say. Moving on to the fixture. <laughs>
0: All right. Starting off the weekend, we had Liverpool 4,
1: Cardiff 1. Liverpool, best team in the league? No, conceded to no. Cardiff. Shit. Yeah. It was a fairly quiet game for a while. Um, until Liverpool went kind of 2-0 up. And then it it was kind of that thing at that point, Cardiff had to attack. And then once they got the goal, um, even even Klopp acknowledged this in the post-match interviews, like once they got a goal and thought there was something in it, then Liverpool could just tear them apart. Um, Hence why it then goes to 4-1. I don't think it necessarily shows that it was such a one-sided affair, um, even though like the scoreline suggests that. The Cardiff weren't too bad, but they just weren't that good.
0: Yeah, um I think last week we talked about Liverpool not had been kind of falling off the scoring a lot. Um and that maybe playing Cardiff right now would be the best thing for that and and it was. Uh scoring four is obviously a lot. Uh just to run out the xG real quick, it was 2.1 on the xG, so a bit of an overperformance, but not like that's not a crazy amount for a team that's as attacking as Liverpool and with that elite strikers elite finishing, they'll make the most of good chances, decent chances. So 4-1 is I think pretty well deserved. 0.6 for Cardiff, which is really not that much. Um, and they scored one off that. Uh, but yeah, as, as you said, exactly how it went down. Um, the moment Cardiff scored, they were like, oh shit, there might be something in this for us. And, <laughs> and then they Liverpool, realized very quickly, nope. Yeah, Liverpool <laughs> was like, oh yes, there's definitely something in this for you. Come on, <laughs> you got this, you got the Boom. And they just fucking <laughs> killed him. Right? Um, Mane, Salah back to their best. That's got to look pretty good. Uh, Liverpool had to be feeling pretty good about themselves at that point, and then they remembered that Man City are the best team ever last year, and maybe even better than that this year. So,
1: but They got to be top of the league for like 48 hours, so that was good. Yep.
0: And it actually, it, that does go back to what I was saying. Man City are obviously better than Liverpool, but if Liverpool can put away all the other teams, because they're better than them and they are... And I chuck, chuck and Ian are smiling because they're like, oh, it's so easy to win every match. That, right?
2: You just that, It's just a, a drum you, you keep banging, which he's getting borne out so far. So yeah, we'll see. need to change the skin on that drum, mate. Change la disc.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Liverpool get the results that they know that they can, like 4-1 against Cardiff, and then they can hold City to a draw, which they did, that's a decent shot for winning the league, right? Like, you don't literally have to be the best team. You can be as good as the best team in all the other matches and then sneak a draw here and there.
1: don't have to be the best team. You just have to win every game. That's it. Easy, isn't it? Simple.
0: (laughs) Okay, moving on. Fulham, zero, Bournemouth, three. Fulham! Oh, Fulham
1: are so bad. They're so bad. So bad. Like, uh, Mitro is fully not on fire. He is <laughs> asbestos. <fully> doused. <laughs> he is doused. Firemen have come and just Jesus. Not good. Not good no.
0: times, no. And and like at least earlier in the season they did have that attack going, which seems to be drying up. And then you remember that they are the worst defense in the league. That's where things like 3 0 against Bournemouth happen. At home.
1: That's they right. were at the- home. Yeah, they were at home. Uh bullshit red cards, whatever. Doesn't really matter. They were outplayed. And Yeah, they they lost 4-2 to Cardiff last week. Week before, battered 5-1 by Arsenal. Um, yeah, things are all looking good for Fulham. Nope, and they
0: have Liverpool coming up soon. Um, I don't know if it's next week or the weekend after, uh, but I know that they're coming up. And, and you got to be, if you're a fantasy manager and you're seeing Liverpool at home with Fulham coming down the road, you got to be putting that armband on somebody. you
1: got to be excited. That's going to be a,
0: a thumping
1: yeah, well, well, you never know, because like, Fulham have got Huddersfield this week, so they, oh. might, they might only lose that one 1-0. Set
2: your alarm <laughs> for that Monday night football, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, it, it's a tight race between Fulham and Burnley for the worst defence in the league, um, which, if you said that to someone last year, they would have been like, Burnley, that's crazy, and then the stats people would come out of the woodwork and be like, no, but they wildly overperformed. <laughs> no, nah, nah, overperformed,
1: eh? Beep, beep, boop. Burnley are bad. Burnley (laughs) are bad. Burnley concede nine goals in two weeks. Burnley are the league's uh, Luxembourg, whatever, sofa, blah, blah, one-armed bandit team.
0: Yeah. So far, for expected goals conceded this season, uh, both Fulham and Burnley are at about 22.5. Fulham are at 22.49. Burnley are at 22.3. And no one else is above 18. So. They are they are far and away the two worst defenses in the league. And we'll get to Burnley in a second. Obviously, their defense that showed out in their result this weekend, which was pretty fun. Hey, but yeah, Fulham, I don't know. What are we thinking? Fulham
1: relegation or is their attack going to be enough to keep them up? I mean, it just shows that if their attack isn't on it, that they can't do nothing. I keep hearing loads of conversations when I'm on trains and, you know, you get the geezers that are talking about football. Um they say, well, the thing about Fulham is like, they signed too many players. They signed too many players. Like, a lot of the players they signed were actually on loan for them last year. So a lot of them had played for the same team. And they had to buy so many players because they went into the season, I think, with a squad of about 16, 17 people. So they didn't really have much chance. Um, first game of the season against Palace, I think I think eight of their starting 11 were new, including the pole back line and the goalkeeper. Yep, and four of them were brothers from the same family. Yes. From the same family. Apart that from never I, happens. Yeah, and then there was one brother in midfield who was not from the same family. No, but he he was a brother to yeah. someone. He was someone's brother. Someone's brother. Um <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> Ian, you're never living that down. He was someone's brother. You could that's how I'm saying it. You could be for
1: Oh fuck off, full of my shit. <laughs> there you go. Some there summarized go. better than I ever could.
0: Next. All right. Moving on, uh, Brighton one, Wolves zero. Do we care about that?
1: Wolves are frauds. They don't exi- They're bullshit. They're not a good
0: team. Yeah. Well, they did. Uh, they did win the XG on the night, but that's not much consolation. They gave up point eight to Brighton, and Brighton scored. Right. So that's fine. Wolves did one point three, didn't score. That's within reason. The variance. I know any given night will be plus one, plus minus one on goals. So they. I think Wolves are actually a good team, though. Wolves. Wolverhampton. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not?
0: I think they're pretty good. Like
2: <laughs> your ambivalence towards Wolves is just you, you no really real reason for it
1: either. And because I did like them at the start of the year, but I don't know. I just I still don't know if they can sustain it because yeah, they've had a great start and they're up in tenth, but they've scored nine goals and conceded nine goals. To put that into perspective, Cardiff have scored the same number of goals as Wolves. Uh
0: my counter to that would be. That Wolves are ahead of Watford, Manchester United, and Arsenal for expected points. Yeah, and if so. you look at that graph, I tweeted it from the account recently. Um, I think it was Ted Nutson that put it together. Looking at the regression of expected goals and expected goals allowed versus um, actual goals and actual goals allowed. To basically do a metric for overperformance. Wolves are actually right up there with the other top six teams. Nah. Um, in terms of like their <laughs> underlying numbers. And they haven't had the easiest start to the season or anything. Like they've had a perfectly normal, I would say, start to the season. Normal literally meaning like average in terms of their opponents. When their underlying numbers 10 games into the season have them in 5th or 6th depending on who you ask for the quote unquote expected points, that's a that's a good team. Like that's not a bad team. That's a reasonably deserves to be in and around, in and around where they are in the table. Nah. Nah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Watford 3, Huddersfield 0. Huddersfield, going down?
1: Actually, I take back what I said earlier about Fulham being so bad. Huddersfield, defence, are the shittest in the world. They – oh, my God. You're, like
2: You're the ultimate heart-on-his-sleeve football fan. Like, the last thing you hear – just influences whatever you think immediately. Like, yep. Wolves have lost. Yeah, they're shit now. Yep. Huddersfield have lost. They're Only as good as your last bloody
1: game, mate. That's it. Um, <laughs> No, uh, Pereira's goal. Like, y- you can say that Pereira was really skilled for that, but it is just that Huddersfield defence was so shit. Like, what if you haven't seen it, watch it. He basically kind of walks, strokes, jogs through about six or seven Huddersfield players. Actually, no, sorry. He, d- he jogs through five players, but he beats two of them twice um, and then kind of just rounds the keeper. And it's just a bit like, what is going on? And then a couple of minutes later, De LaFeo does basically the exact same thing, but from the side rather than straight down the middle.
0: Yeah. And when it's Eden Hazard doing that, you're like, oh, OK, makes sense. Or Wilfred Zaha doing that. You're like, yep, <laughs> amazing dribbler. When it's Gerard De La Feo, who everyone forgot about and not just because of his injury, he
1: wasn't good enough to make it at Everton. You know, when he's the one doing it. Yeah, it wasn't good enough to make it at Barcelona, mate. That makes him shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> moving right along. We're moving at a good pace, actually, for once. Uh, I'm sure we'll get bogged down soon enough. But hopefully it won't be by Southampton 0, Newcastle 0. The less said, the better. Yep. Holy fucking shit, Newcastle. Yeah. Are so boring. 0.4 to 0.9 on the XG. No, Oscar, Not a Oscar, single one Oscar, of them Oscar, broke. Point. Oscar, Oscar. Mm.
1: Chelsea 4, Burnley 0. <laughs> yeah. How do we feel yeah. about that?
0: I feel great, baby. Chelsea <laughs> 4. That was a fun match. That was a real fun match. Oh, they're so fun to watch. Remember last week when I was, like, gushing?
1: Yes. Still
0: <laughs> super fun to watch, baby. They're so good. Oh, they're such a fun team. And guess who scored?
1: The boy! <laughs> Yeah, but he needs to be really careful, because if he keeps playing like this, he will not get that transfer to Palace in January. <laughs> that dream move. He just won't get it, and so he needs to be really careful. Had the hat trick, too, in the Europa. We didn't talk about I that, because that happened Oh, after. fuck.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, debut,
0: I believe it was his debut, Europa League match, European competition match, and he scores a hat trick.
1: Who are they playing in the Europa League?
0: Don't remember, don't care. That wasn't on TV <laughs> in the US, so I didn't get to watch it. Anyway, fun match, 4-0. Chelsea are great and genuinely
2: deserved 3.3 on the XG. Are Burnley just inviting teams onto them constantly? Because when I've seen Burnley, they seem to be playing really deep and just allowing so many shots on goal. I mean, uh, even when they're playing lesser teams, not just Chelsea, they seem to be playing yeah. so deep and just allowing so much to happen.
0: Yeah. And I think, to me, the thing is, if you're going to sit that deep and try to defend, you can't be conceding shots from inside the box. Like, Chelsea Chelsea have done that in seasons past to great effect. Um, again, most notably, I bring this up all the time, against Barcelona in that 2012 Champions League match. They were down to 10 men. They just packed the whole box, and Barca was just taking shots from distance and not doing anything with it, right? But Burnley sits super deep, and then you look at the fucking XG map, and it's like all but three of Chelsea's shots were inside the box. So it's like, what's the point of sitting that deep when you're not even going to fucking prevent high scoring chances, like high percentage yeah. chances? Yeah,
2: it's a surprise from dice. I mean, I, I'm, early on, you guys said Burnley were not looking good, but and I, I was not convinced. But the more I see him, the more I think they're, they're in trouble.
0: It's between them and Newcastle. And Huddersfield for being the worst team, and then above that would be, I would put Cardiff,
1: Southampton, and Burn and uh, Fulham. Fulham. There's not really a gulf between those two groups, though. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, it's no. it's all close. They're all really terrible. There should be honestly six relegations this year. Like there are six teams that deserve to go down. There won't be only three of them will, and then Palace will finish fourteenth.
1: Yeah, don't do that because if there were six teams relegated, we'd be there'll be the one year, and then we'd finish fifteenth and get fucking bin. <laughs> Still pisses me off that ninety-five season. Fuck's sake do you <laughs> <laughs> <A> anger <laughs> we had the, we, we we have the joint record for the most points for a relegated team from the Premier League is that right yeah because you remember when they because originally it had 22 teams
2: yeah of course and yeah. then one
1: year they relegated four and promoted two yeah and that was the one year that was the year when Palace uh, were 17th. Yeah, tough times man tough, tough times very good not very good um do you guys as England fans oh, well hold on don't TAR me with that brush. Hang on. <laughs> <Already> <laughs> I seem out. to remember <laughs> some
0: very drunken, very excited celebrations happening live on air around episode three or four of our podcast, I would say.
1: Didn't happen. I'd say I was more of a World Cup fan because I've just given up with England and the uh, European League of Nations Cup of Rider Cup. <laughs> Deathcon, whatever it's called, I don't know. Uh huh.
0: Um, Barkley though, Barkley was the thing I was bringing up. Do you guys care about Barkley? Are you excited that he's finding good form again? He had a lot of potential. People were very excited about him as the next great young English player, and then he had some injuries and some setbacks and blah blah blah. But it does seem like he's really finding his best more recently. Um, he seems to get along really well with Sari and the sorry ball system, quote unquote. Does that excite you guys as English guys or are you just like, yeah, I don't care, whatever?
1: I mean, it's, I'm not going to say it's not nice because, you know, it's good. He's hes done some goals and getting the chance to play. It, you know, it's not often you actually see those English players come through into the big six teams. So that's kind of how it works. You know, the media builds up these players, um, says are they're, they're like, you know, the next, uh, you know, they said Barkley was the next Wayne Rooney just because he was from. Uh, Everton, I'm pretty sure he is Evertonian, uh, that that area. Or like you get in the next Beckham. Um, at least that's how it works if you're white. Um, if you're black, you just get slagged off for buying your mum a house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and Barkley is half white, half black, so that could have gone either way for him,
1: really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that reminds me actually that because that that came up a few years ago. I remember there was a was it a journalist or something that got in massive trouble
2: because they. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Um... The Sun, surprisingly. It was uh, Kelvin oh, McKenzie. Oh, that, oh, there you go. That uh, friend of the football fan, Kelvin McKenzie. What did he say? I don't, I don't remember this. He um, compared compared Barkley to a gorilla at the zoo or something. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, and he's, he's got a grandfather from Nigeria, so that's a uh, great move. Well done, Kelvin. Another, <laughs> another win for you. <laughs> oh,
0: Fucking geez. idiot. It's a tough time for Barkley, though, getting into that midfield in Chelsea. Like he's right now, he's yeah. only barely hanging on above Kovacic, who is probably the like go-to guy if if everybody's playing yeah, to their levels. But right, right, hot on their heels are Barkley and also obviously Ruben, yeah. who has a hat trick and then a goal in two games in a row. Like he's doing really well too. Tonight, actually, Chelsea are playing Derby, Frank Lampard's Derby. Big return to the bridge for Frank Lampard as a manager, uh, and Ruben started in the front three. In the hazard position, yeah,
1: big time. Which is pretty interesting. I have no idea what's going on. Interesting it's not on side note in that game: Chelsea are currently winning three-two. Derby have scored four of those goals. <laughs> two own <laughs> goals. Oh my word! Quick match. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to find the
0: highlights of that later.
1: And two Chelsea lownees are playing for Derby.
0: Yep, they gave them special permission to let them because oh, really? it, it's Frank Lampard, and it's the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. I said on Twitter if they're if the fans in that. It's a fucking, like, nothing competition that no one actually cares about. And if those fans aren't just singing Frank Lampard's name all night long, his first day back at the bridge, like, come on, what are you guys doing? That's got to be super frank, super frank all night long.
2: Yeah, I'm sure they will be. Uh,
0: The other, one of the other matches on Sunday, Crystal Palace 2, Arsenal 2. Chuck, was that great? Was that bad? Was that frustrating? Was that the best day of your life? What
1: what I would say, Oscar, is um, the first penalty Luka Milivojevic steps up. Where, where does he put the penalty, Oscar? Uh, hard and low and to the left. Hard and low to the left. Where, where last week should I say is his best spot, and where he should just smack the penalties? <laughs> hard and low and to the left. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. The the second penalty that Crystal Palace got. Where where did Luka put it? Hard and low and to the left. Yes. Uh, may I refer you to my earlier statement? <laughs> <laughs> I am right. Everything's great again, Hodgson in. All right, guys. I know. And the crazy
0: thing is that neither of those penalties were even
1: deserved,
2: right? Oh, uh, my oh word. don't you
0: <laughs>
2: touch paper lit.
1: Oh my god, because the second penalty, it's not enough that every pundit watching it, the manager of the club and the player who committed the foul have come out and said, Yes, it was a penalty. Nope, not enough for some people. Wilfred Zaha still dives. Brilliant. <laughs> fantastic thank you very much and and again again in this lovely uh climate we live in is getting racist abuse and death threats because yeah, that's delightful. what football's about thanks guys scum subhuman scum um but yeah it was uh it was great to watch yeah arsenal only generated 0. 0.9 so
0: you kept arsenal below one yeah um and like honestly when arsenal have six shots and generate 0.9 from that? Like that's not that good.
1: <laughs> no, it's kind of said what you said, like um, about about the way Chelsea played um, and, and allowing the shots off, but not being like really good looks or something like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Only two of those were from inside the box. Most of that 0.9 is from one shot, like
1: right on the line. It's a huge, huge dot. Which was the goal, which only went right. nine millimeters over the line, and was you know. Everyone talks about Zaha diving. Lacazette jumps arm first into the air. A five, a five foot five man beating out six foot four defenders to a headed ball. Shades of Maradona there.
2: Doesn't oh. <laughs> get mentioned now Zaha uh, dive though, does <laughs> it? No.
1: Xhaka's uh, free kick though was an absolute thunder bastard. Oh yeah. my word. Yeah, it was. Saw him teeing that up and thought, nah, he can shoot from there and curl it. Oh, no, he's not. He's just going for Ayrton. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> Jesus. What has Palace's problem
2: at home been, though, Chuck? Has it been lack of shots or has it been lack of quality chances? What what has
1: been the problem? It, it's a combination of things. Like, I think we haven't started off with our best team for a while. You know, it was good in this game that Hodgson made some subs. Um, and funnily enough, the two subs that came on made a huge impact. Um, Sir Sirlot and Maya, Maya who is amazing. And yeah, so so things are looking good. We're playing Middlesbrough away now, which is always useful midweek in a pointless game, and <laughs> we're losing. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Oh dear. Oh, good. No more Caribou Cup for us. Um, <laughs> We've done two goals. I'm happy with that. That's a fantastic result against Arsenal. Um, if you watch on balance of play, I think we, we could have got more out of that game. But I'll take it. and I'm I'm not too butthurt about the Lacazette handball. Because I, I could sit here and go, it's another sign why we should have VAR. And it does mean that. But, you know, with the kind of knock-on effect of how games go, maybe if Lacazette hadn't done that, Palace wouldn't have got two or five. Maybe Arsenal would have then won that game 3-1 or something like that. No, yeah, so you never know. With the benefit of hindsight, I'll, I I don't mind.
0: My uh, absolute favorite moment was uh, your boy, the absolute unit, Sorloff. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafi trying to take him down, and uh, just shrugged him off like nothing. Yeah. Michael Kelly had my favorite stats guy, writer, soccer person had a really good tweet about it, so I'm just gonna read that tweet verbatim because he put it better than I ever could. Uh, the other thing here is that Mustafi tried everything he knew to knock down Sorloth and stop the break in midfield, and he wasn't even able to break Sorloth's stride. My boy, the absolute unit, cannot be tackled by such puny human effort.
1: <laughs> it was good. It just was comedy gold. Swatting wankers as he goes. <laughs> yeah. Man, he's, he is, he's just Dolph Lundgren. He's just a fucking footballer, Evan Drago. He's Should he like... be playing more for you guys? Like, you're
0: lacking a striker, you're trying to find, like... Anyone off the stands to play. Meanwhile, you have this
1: guy. Like, is he not useful in the least, or what? I don't know. He's good. <laughs> I, he's just very hot and cold, and and he hasn't really had a chance to have a run yet, as opposed I to Benteke,
0: who's just it's... cold and cold.
1: Yeah, he's just <laughs> just ill and ill and ill. Yeah, <laughs> freezing an absolute zero. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's it's always difficult when when you're in a position when you when you don't get off to a best start. It's always hard then for those inexperienced players to get a chance in games, especially when they've only just come to the league and they're they're not really the most experienced and being able to deal with the pressure. Now, I think after the the amount of games we've had and seeing how shit some of the other teams are, um, maybe Roy could take a bit more of a chance on on playing them and and actually playing a bit of a better midfield. um, Starting Meyer because he hasn't for ages. Um, I think he's only started two games, Max Meyer. But I think we have a chance to kick on now and it, it, you know, as I said before, the only thing that really fills me with massive confidence is the fact that there are so many really shit teams.
0: Yeah, there's six teams that are definitively worse than anyone else. And then from there, there's kind of a crapshoot in the middle of the table and then the big six,
1: right? And even the big six are really just the big five right now. Exactly. And speaking of crapshoot in the middle of the table... Manchester United, everyone. They done a win. Yeah, I think Paul Pogba is still running up to take his penalty. Still running up. I saw a fantastic tweet from him today of a video of him going, how do I get to my car? And just doing that down his driveway (laughs) (laughs) all those steps into his car.
0: It reminds me of, like, Looney Tunes cartoons when someone's trying to be sneaky, like Bugs Bunny being like, ding, 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 ding. Like, does he think that the keeper can't see him before he takes that (laughs) penalty? Sneaks up. He's like, oh, he doesn't know I'm moving. He doesn't know I'm moving.
2: Goalkeepers are like T Rexes; their visions, but yeah, on exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very. much. <laughs> um, did one of you guys retweet that uh, that thing of uh, the picture in picture of Usain Bolt doing the hundred? Yeah, yeah, that was me. faster than it. Yeah, I don't know
0: if I did it from our account or my personal account, but yeah, the the quote unquote run up to his penalty <laughs> literally took longer than Usain Bolt's gold medal hundred meter sprint, like. <laughs> It's That's amazing.
2: Unbelievable. He's very lucky he bashed in the rebound. He really yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like Pogba, but I've got no time for that bollocks.
0: Uh, I wonder if Usain Bolt's run-up is like crazy fast. If he like starts at the halfway line and he's like, GARACA!
1: He just sprints at it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta, and the goalkeeper's just like, shit! <laughs> yeah.
0: He's just amazed. He's just sitting there, mouth agape, being like, wow, this person is so <laughs> fast at running. That They just don't even. Have to see I really yeah. would love to.
1: See I'd love him to a see play. him do penalty. No, you know, you know what I'd like to have? I'd like Usain Bolt to do a penalty. Do, do you remember in like 94 at this? Uh, when was it? The the way the Americans yes. used to do penalties yeah, yeah, yeah. where they'd start with the ball from the halfway line and just be one on one with the keeper. Oh, my God. Ah, uh, if you've never seen it, look it up. It's one of the most horrific just. I know violations of what football should be ever but it's fucking brilliant and so should good. be brought back
0: oh that's the reason i'm not like i on, on twitter everyone's like oh you say soccer you're american you don't know shit fuck you babe. don't have an opinion and i'm like fuck you i know more than you do but i also at the same time like americans are kind of the worst and i see where you're coming from <laughs> like just because i like i recognize just because i'm american doesn't mean i don't realize that like a lot of them are real fucking dumb um and that was like i think that was the first season of mls and they were like you know what would be more fun if penalties were like they are in hockey where you have to dribble up and then the keeper can come off his line and then they did it and everyone was like this is this is very dumb <laughs> like what are you doing
2: <laughs> there was a great uh budweiser advert in this country that said so that was taking the piss out of that with like uh it was like, injury time, multi-ball, and all the, like, advertising hoardings came with just loads <laughs> of balls, fire onto the pitch.
1: Yeah, it and was, the score uh... just racks up to, like, 32, <laughs> yeah. 34, like, all of a sudden. Oh,
0: man.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. That
0: said, yeah, I would love if penalties were like that. Like, yes, that's not at all what the game is like, but wouldn't that be
2: so interesting? <laughs> it's just something
1: different. I think penalties are boring.
2: Yeah. 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 I always enjoyed the golden goal, while well, that was a thing, very briefly. I don't was know that for why that was like one or two like. World Cups, right? couple of tournaments, yeah. yeah where it, wasn't, it, it, it wasn't around for long, was it? No, it's only a couple of tournaments. But yeah, the, the goal in extra time, it, it made that uh, extra time grind a little bit more interesting. Yeah, because
0: yeah. now both teams just inevitably play for penalties. Like, yeah. if they don't score in the first five minutes of the extra time, they're like, all right, well, you know, the the, the Simpsons joke about what soccer is like. They just keep it in the center <laughs> circle and they're like, no, you go. No, you go. I'm not going. Are you going go? I'm not yeah. going. Is there genuinely a rule as to like how far away your run-up can be for a penalty? Um, no, as far as I'm aware. Not that I know of either, but I, I want to see if you guys knew. I remember David Luiz taking one where he started from basically the halfway line. He's, he's a psychopath. His foot was broken also. In the, no, no one knows this. Like, not even Chelsea fans know this. But in that Champions League final in 2012, that, yes, I'm going to bring up again and I'll never fucking stop talking about it. Chuck rolls is number 2 of the
1: week. Yeah. I'll just tick that put tick that off um, on the board there guys. His
0: foot was broken for that <laughs> match and he played through anyway and he take, he took one of the penalties that got scored in the penalty shootout. And he started his run up from the fucking halfway line screaming and like like the Usain Bolt joke we just made and hit it harder than anyone has ever hit a fucking penalty in his life. The keeper dove out of the way cuz he didn't want to get decapitated. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> Louise's foot went in with the ball cuz he kicked his own foot off. Then we did have a Monday night football match, uh, Man City versus Tottenham. Um,
1: and when I say football, I do mean NFL football. It was proper Monday night <laughs> football. I just wanted, the, I just wanted to, the commentator to be like, And Silver, he's got the ball on the 40, the 30, the 20, <laughs> yeah. the 10. Oh, he skied it into Rosehead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, City are good. Tottenham are shit. And 1-0 flatters them. City... Look pretty unstoppable. 2.4 on the road against an allegedly top-tier team in Tottenham. Yeah, that's it. Um, And that brings us actually, on a much more somber note, to the only match that we haven't talked about yet. Leicester won, West Ham won. Uh, honestly, I don't think the football is the story here, as most people know at this point. It was um, a tragedy leaving the stadium. Uh, Leicester's owner's helicopter crashed. Um, obviously, there were... Deaths and lots of people in Leicester. He was a very beloved man, and it was an upsetting kind of thing. Um, so I feel like we probably shouldn't really go into it with this match, other than to say like our deepest condolences to people from Leicester and the city of Leicester in this terrible time.
1: Yeah, I think so. And and more to remember, you know, the the impact the guy had was incredible. I mean, he gave all of us as as sports fans because this this is very much a thing that puts into perspective that club allegiance really means nothing. And, you know, football as a whole, as much as we get together every week to record about it, you know, there there are bigger things that, than what happens on the pitch and the impact that guy had on his community and also that club and, and other fans and, and gave other fans the chance to believe. I mean, he, he got 5,000 to one shots to win the Premier League, you know, whichever way you cut it, he was part of that and, and made every club believe that they too could do a Leicester Um So, yeah, like we said, our our, our sincerest condolences to to all of those affected. Um, It was a very, very sad day for football.
0: Yeah, and the outpouring from not just Leicester fans, but the other clubs and players from other clubs and the entire football community was, I don't want to say nice to see, but in in a moment like that where there's a lot of heaviness and darkness to it, to see people come together like that, again, forgetting the club allegiances, forgetting about any rivalries or any anything like just players, coaches, clubs, fans from everywhere yeah. kind of come exactly together. exactly
1: what had to happen.
2: Yeah. yeah. It was exactly so. what had to happen. Well, as you say, the um, football is trivial. It is also something that football does fairly well in these, in these situations. It's uh, come together to, um, yeah, to support each other really. Cause yeah. I mean, yeah, Le- Leicester, as you said, yeah, as you say the, the community projects and stuff, uh, that were put in place and the charitable donations. I mean, he, he obviously meant a great deal to that area. So yeah, as you say, I think the to go through the football would be fairly trivial. Yeah. And uh, all that being said, let's, uh, let's move it on to our listener questions. So um, last week we, uh, we got asked about um who was going to go first, uh, about Mourinho and Lopetegui. Uh And I think we, as pretty much everyone did, we called it, didn't we? I mean, um, five one was is a battering, and
1: yeah. uh, I believe yeah. that's a drubbing. Yeah, a shellacking. That's a digging, <laughs> Dick. a Dicking, digging. drubbing, shellacking, yeah. thumping. Yeah, the writing yeah. was
2: on the wall, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Robert Hooth probably won't have enjoyed it um, that much. <laughs> I wonder who enjoyed that game less, Lopetegui or, or Hoof. Yeah, um, I forgot yeah. to check in
2: with Hoof, damn.
1: Oh, we should have. I'll give Rob a call later in the week. Um, best mates we are now. Um, yeah, no no, Messi or Ronaldo in El Clasico for the first time in, what, 15, 16 years? 15, um, I think, yeah. 15, and you still get an, a 5-1 Absolute wonder show. Luis Suarez yeah, getting a hat trick. It's phenomenal.
0: Luis Suarez. does Like, obviously playing alongside Messi, no one's going to ever really talk about you. But that fucking guy is so good. Ugh, I hated him when he was in the Premier League. Yeah, I hated yeah. him because he played for Liverpool. And if he played for Chelsea, I would have loved him. He's one of those Diego Costa types. I yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. hate him I, so like much.
1: Diego Costa, but could actually play football. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <uncalled> <laughs> no, that's, what, that's what Luis Suarez is. He's Diego Costa, but just somehow, even with all the bites and suspensions, less feels like less of a bastard. <laughs> the, the bites are definitely my favorite
0: thing about him. Not once, not <laughs> yeah. twice, three yeah. fucking times
1: he bit someone. Like, what Still is playing. wrong with Still you? Still fine. <laughs> it's the, it, that's like ABH. That's like yeah. community sentence at least.
2: That is. Three crazy, times! That's not just seeing red. It's like, oh no, this is something I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, like that's definitely. Does. You need to go to therapy for that. Why but is then, it always biting but then, but then specifically?
1: Third, <laughs> wasn't it the third time where he went down afterwards holding his teeth as if he's yes. been injured? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, oh. <laughs> the second time was against fucking Chelsea. And then he scored like five minutes later, very late in the game. Wasn't it Ivanovic fucking one? Yeah, Ivanovic, yeah. And Ivanovic like ran up to the referee and was like, Dude, he fucking bit me. Look yeah, at yeah. the bite marks on my shoulder. What's wrong with you? And the ref was like, Oh I didn't see it.
1: Yeah, I think he just wanted to step it up how far he could go. because like, he did it once in the Dutch league and thought, Okay, so I can do that here. Nice, nice, nice. And he like steps it up and goes, Premier League, wonder if I can oh I can get away over here uh let's see world cup yep can do it yeah. there as well i'm really a good. world
2: world class biter now world, world class, class
1: bastard i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna bite people and swat Ghanaian shots off the line <laughs> with my now hand. that shit
0: i thought was heroic everybody's <laughs> like oh he's a cheater he's a cheater i was like no he knew they were gonna score he saved his fucking team took the red card even though he knew he was gonna get it then the penalty got saved and they won like and
1: then Good he on celebrates you, on the touchline like an
0: absolute mentalist. <laughs> Fully deserved.
1: He knew the consequences of that action. He chose to do it. It worked out for his team. And Yeah, he was gaming the
2: rules, definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I suppose it's no different to those tactical tackles in a way. It's just, you know. Yeah, it's much not the way further you along feel the like it should be played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh,
2: not so much. Uh, but, but Dave has come in with another question, and it's about penalties. Of course he has. But it's, pen- it's penalty chat. So, um, when a penalty is saved, should um, was it Chris Wadley Or when when he was commentating, always used to mispronounce it, penalty. I can never get that out of my <laughs> I head. I know, now. but I'm
1: going to look it up no now. Idea. Yeah,
2: like so now, like whenever I whenever I go to say penalty, I can't stop myself from going penalty.
1: I remember playing football against the kid years and years ago. Like we mentioned before, when you go to those football summer camp things, who who just said like penny, and so every time I like, penny penny. What when, when appealing for a penalty? Yeah,
2: the I mean, penny. I, w- I would instantly send him off. Yeah, so he
1: was like six.
2: <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Yeah, I twatted him anyway. Like <laughs> the Mike Dean thing uh, that they say on the football ramble. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Red. <laughs> 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 Such a. There c- <laughs> uh, yeah. anyway. Uh, when a when a penalty is saved. Should the ball be live in play, that's the current rules, or should keepers who save a penalty be more rewarded and given a goal kick?
1: No. Yes. Oh. Why yes? Why should you yes? Your team's getting punished. Because saving a penalty
0: you... is like the hardest thing to do. You
1: yeah. should be like, okay, you did it. But that's you it. can't You can't be rewarded off of the back of a punishment. That's not how it works. If a penalty's been given for as a punishment to the team, like you should suffer the consequences, and then the ball is live in play. That's the reason why, in penalty shootout, once the ball moves in the opposite direction to the goal, that's it, the penalty's done. so in that situation, the ball is dead. That's why like you know sometimes you see those videos where a goalkeeper saves it and the ball flies up forwards and then it rolls back into net, and people are like, "Oh, it should have been given as a penalty as a goal, like who scored that penalty? No, it doesn't and' cause in that situation it's a it's a level play field playing field, but whereas live in the game, like that keeper's team doesn't deserve a second chance, no.
0: See, I feel like you just made the argument for uh, why it should. Like, once it's moving in the other direction, like, that's it. No, no, because in a penalty shootout, no one's at fault. Yeah, no, I happening. know what you're saying. So no I'm one's saying it should be the same in both cases. Though. Nah. Well, I'm the American who wants, like, uh, hockey-style <laughs> penalties, so.
1: And you guys are the English who are like, No, nah, <laughs> that's the rules. Proper penalty. football. We don't
0: like changes.
2: <laughs> we don't like change. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, one thing I will say, though, is I still believe that if you do miss a penalty, you should just be banned. <laughs> so, you know, Who's
2: doing the banning there, Chuck? Um the, the Football Association, just uh just for penalty lack guys. of quality.
1: Mike Dean. Mike Dean runs up, runs on. <laughs> he he gets to be at every game just to go you come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Red. Yeah,
0: he can be the par or the penalty assistant referee. I don't know. I just feel like saving a penalty is like probably the hardest thing to do. Yeah, it's good. And so like you should be rewarded double for like once it's saved, like that should be it. Not that I ever would have thought of that or said that out loud, but since Dave is asking
2: You don't hate it. Yeah. No. Okay. So if you if if you want to polarise our hosts like this again, then you can get in touch with us at MilesOffsidepod on Twitter, MilesOffside on Facebook, or milesoffsidepod at gmail.com if you've got a lengthy email about the Australian Outback to send us um and if you could subscribe and review us wherever you get your podcast that would be really appreciated
1: yeah do it now we'll give you we'll give you a little gap right now that ian's just going to leave in to make his edit easier yeah i'll give
0: you to the count of 10 yeah one
1: two subscribe three subscribe four like five review six do that seven click there eight wait for it to load nine five stars Ten. Job done.
0: Yay! (laughs) That's gold. That's airtime gold, baby. We are (laughs) on it today.
2: it,
1: Bump!
0: So, fixtures coming up. This weekend, the Mop Derby. Uh, Oh, shit.
1: Chelsea Palace
0: on Sunday. Uh, 11 o'clock, 16 o'clock over
1: there. I can't record next week, guys. I'll be... um, (laughs) Watch when Palace wins. He's going to be like
0: oh, the, the, can't we record two episodes? Uh, I'll be like, all right. You guys usually... Uh, we do
1: have a good result against you against Stamford yeah. Bridge. We have had a few, haven't we? Even Ben Teke scored against you last time. All right, all <laughs> right. Don't get carried away. <laughs> it's when Azpilicueta gifted us our first goal of the season last That's year. That's
0: right, yeah. <laughs> After seven games. Chelsea captain Azpilicueta.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. How shit have things got to be when you don't score for seven games and the first goal you get isn't scored by you? Oh, that was bad times. There was a guy, actually, speaking of that, um, on Twitter last year, obviously, when we were so shit, and he said, whatever happens, the first player that scores for Palace, I'm buying a Palace shirt with that player's name and number on it. Uh, And he posted pictures afterwards, and he got Azpilicueta on a Palace shirt. That's awesome.
0: That's really cool. I
1: appreciate that. It's fantastic.
0: Um, All I would say about this... Other than like, yeah, Chelsea have been really good and fun to watch and blah, 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 like I said. There are three fixtures that always fucking make me nervous. Palace coming to the bridge. I don't, I just, it bugs me out. Going to Everton, because we don't do well at Everton. And thank fuck they're not in the top division anymore, but going to West Brom. Because like four managers in a row got fired after losing to West Brom.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah that was, that like was we would thing, go to West Brom, yeah. we would
1: lose, and they would get fired, and it was always in November. So keep an eye on that. If Chelsea uh, draw West Brom in the FA Cup next year, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but Palace coming to the Bridge makes me nervous, man. I'm not like I'm not pretending that Chelsea aren't obviously the better team, but it may. I don't know. I just got a weird feeling. It's been a while since we had like a disappointing, stupid result.
1: We'll see and how that's, it goes. And to be honest, that's what we're all about. We're all about disappointing, stupid results. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just got
0: 2-2 on Arsenal.
1: Yeah, just got 2-2 on Arsenal. Before that, got one point off of, like, Newcastle, Watford, Bournemouth, someone else. shit. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: Uh, no. Put a scoreline prediction down for this one.
1: Um, there will be some goals. Uh, no, nah, Chelsea will just 3-0 it. And really? it will break my heart, yeah, and Ruben will get the last goal. Uh-huh. Oh, Oh. Uh-huh. oh. Fully erect. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I could get any more flaccid. <laughs>
0: the other side. Ian, who are you siding with this, in this one? You going with me or you going with Chuck? Oh yeah. come on,
1: mate! Don't. Why would you even ask that question? <laughs> no, because I
0: want to be divisive and have an and ask. It's not an divisive. Diminutive.
1: It's asking common sense. <laughs> Anyone who thinks Chelsea aren't going to win is mental. No, no, no. Sorry, I don't mean
0: who do you think is going to win. I mean who are you rooting
1: for in this one?
0: Oh well, wow! I
1: mean, okay, again, it's common sense. It's Who made... do you
0: like more, me or Chuck? <laughs> yeah, I was just saying,
1: this is that's the
2: real question. That's the real quiz. Uh, um, someone. I'd like um a draw. I <laughs> will <laughs> <laughs> take it. Uh, uh, I no, but what, what I think is going to happen is yeah, Chelsea to win and keep a clean sheet. So I think it's going to be two or three nil probably.
1: Gonna be a dickin. So, a am I the dick. only
0: one who's nervous about this one?
1: Yeah, for That's because you're I, a Chelsea fan and have something to lose. I mean, we, I me think, and Ian support shit teams.
2: Speaking of, how's Peterborough doing?
1: Uh, we've, we've closed the
2: gap. We uh, closed the gap on Portsmouth to two points, I think now. So, yeah, that's not too bad. Um, we've got Wycombe Wanderers on, Wycombe.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday. Um... Home of the beast, added by your Akinfenwa. I was just trying to make it a bit like a wrestling promo. I love that guy.
2: Um, but uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, still second, can't complain. I love we've got our chairman's on Twitter, and it, the amount of shit he gets when we're second in the league is unbelievable. I and the thing is, he puts his money in his pocket consistently for Peterborough. If he ever gets pissed off and just fucks off, we are so fucked. But <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about Peterborough at the minute. Good. Good feelings are good. Good things. Chuck, you'll get there eventually. Don't worry. Good things. One day. Chelsea Palace. Palace might be on the up after that result against Arsenal, because I think feeling around the club felt a bit negative uh, previously. And I think the Arsenal result, like because, you like you say, you could have easily got three points there. So, I mean, there's it's definitely possible that you get something out of this game. But I just think Chelsea's quality should show through, really. Speaking of Arsenal, they get Liverpool this weekend. Are they
0: going to get a dicking?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah? I think Arsenal's defense is that shit. Like, Liverpool just going to smash him. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, they did give up 16 shots to Palace. And if you give up that many shots to Liverpool, it's going to be a lot more than 0.5 xG.
1: Yeah, it should
2: be. Fancy a high-scoring game? Yeah, yeah, actually,
0: I see that being high-scoring in both directions. 5-3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some some crazy scoreline like that.
2: Yeah. Over three and a half goals, then we'll go for that one.
0: Uh, Bournemouth United to kick off the weekend. We've been going all over the place. So let's go in order. Bournemouth United. Uh, Bournemouth going to win this one? I feel like they could.
1: Um, they have pretty—they're pretty good team. Early fixture. Early fixture is always, always anything can happen. Uh oh, no. Uh, Isabel, Isabel doesn't agree with that. Um, <laughs> she's not happy with that. She's estimation. like, no. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, scream once if Bournemouth are going to win. Oh, hello. Oh, there we go. <laughs> the, response, the response to that question was for her to piss on my girlfriend. <laughs> there you go.
0: So is really? that a yes?
1: Or? Yeah. Uh, jury's still out on that one. Unclear. Yeah. All signs point to... Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> All signs point to we have to be done recording in about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Bournemouth will do something there. Honestly, I do. They're a good team. They're underrated. Their stats are really good. Their underlying stats are really good. Right alongside Wolves. They're one of the teams that have surprised everyone for being better than anyone gives them credit for. Um, And Pogba's been really good, but everyone else has not been so good. Even Graham Souness
1: said Pogba was good. Oh, no. Unbelievable. Um, Cardiff-Leicester?
0: Well, I mean, Cardiff are terrible. Leicester obviously have a high emotional stake in the next match that they play. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm very much going to be rooting for a Leicester win. I think most for obvious will reasons. Be. Yeah, yeah. If Cardiff have any class here, they're just going to score seven own goals and let Leicester
1: take the win, right?
0: And actually, Cardiff are bad enough that they might accidentally score. Yeah, I was <laughs> say, own
1: goals. <laughs> I, I I don't even know if their ability lends itself to scoring own goals. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want, Chuck, do you want to do Neil Warnock? What would Neil
2: Warnock say uh, about seven own goals he just, uh, if he was saying that they were gifting Leicester the win?
1: Oh, we, we had a lovely time. It was lovely. Lo- Having <laughs> such a great time, I love it. <laughs> just want to go back down to the championship. He didn't endanger his life. He didn't. I <laughs> oh, Enjoy your Warnock voice. It's good. What a, what a twat. <laughs> I love the guy. I love the guy. West Ham Burnley claret and blue derby i guess where's aston
0: villa when you need
1: them <laughs> right where we want them in the championship thank you very much <laughs> yeah. nowhere
2: near the premier league
1: <laughs> yeah it's like putting something in a safety deposit box like we know it's there it's fine it's just over there <laughs> just distance all right yeah uh, then we've already spoken about arsenal liverpool and then we've got a really weird fixture lads i can't remember the last time i saw this there's a 7:45 kickoff on a Saturday. Yeah, um, I don't know what time that'll be in America now because of like time changes and stuff. And God knows. Oh those. yeah, I gotta set my alarms for different. Saturday is still regular times. Sunday we've made the jump. Yeah, so the I Sunday mean, matches are gonna like, be at different times. Clocks changing is enough of just a stupid thing, but the fact that countries do it at different times. Yeah, come on, come on, yeah. guys! Like, right. wait, did you guys already go? Yeah, last week Sunday. Yeah. Oh, so the Saturday
0: matches are gonna be at different times. Hey, if you're American, be careful with that. Don't sleep through the matches. Me and
2: Chuck were sat here for an hour waiting for you, Oscar. Yeah, we
0: were. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you were so mad when I saw that.
1: It was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Wolves-Spurs, though. But yeah, Wolves-Spurs, 7.45 on a Saturday. Um... According
0: to the stats and underlying numbers, Wolves are the better team, but Spurs are the bigger, quote-unquote, team, and will have more confidence
1: going in. So I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't think Spurs will have more confidence. I don't think they have any reason to be confident about anything right now. Savage. Okay. Aren't they on something
2: like their highest Premier League total at this point for years?
0: Oh, actually, that reminds me of a really good stat that I wanted to bring up. Might as well bring it up now. So Liverpool are in second place, right? After 10 matches, they have... 26 points. 26 points. That is the most points that a second place team has ever had through 10 matches. Chelsea, third place, 24 points. That's the most matches a third place team has ever had through 10 matches. Fourth place, fifth place, and sixth place. All of those teams have the most points that anyone at their position has ever had through 10 matches.
1: Brexit
2: effect. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. That's just <laughs> how it works. <laughs> that is insane, though. That does show how, how bad the bottom half of the table is. It? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it does.
2: yeah, it really does.
0: There's six teams that are bad are so fucking bad.
1: Yeah. yeah, but the fact that there are still, t- like, how bad would Derby that year that they finished with eight points? <laughs> like, everyone jokes about it everywhere. Oh, could this be the team that beats the record? Like, Newcastle would have be been absolute shit. I just thought of would have been absolute shit. Like, they're still almost halfway to that total.
2: Yeah. Like, Yeah.
1: oh. Uh, There's got to be a lot of variance that goes into that,
0: too. Like, though, that... Derby teams' expected points, underlying numbers or whatever, can't have been that much worse, if at all, than these guys are. It's just there's natural variance and randomly you'll get two goals on .5XG and like shit like that just happens. Because I can't imagine teams being much worse than Newcastle and Burnley and fucking everyone else, Fulham. Mm. Like those six teams, Like they're so fucking bad. Um, but we're not even talking about them right now. Let's talk about Wolves. Let's talk about Spurs. I think I'm going to put my money on Wolves for this one. Why not? I've been talking shit about Spurs all season. I'm sure if you're a Spurs fan, you're tired of hearing my voice. So I'm going to stick with it. Right? Wolves, probably (laughs) better. You're going to die on that. Let's see what happens. Matt Doherty and his fucking Player of the Month award fully undeserved. He better score a
2: hat-trick here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going 1-1. Score draw. Kane penalty? (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. probability states yeah
1: lots of penalties this week loads of penalties can't be less penalties than last week though there'll be more more and all of them dives all <laughs> dives all the time because everyone dives um sunday this sunday's another weird game for fixtures why is there a game yeah, at three and a game three at four o'clock. yeah one
0: hour apart is really weird that means there's
1: a zero percent chance that chelsea are going to be on tv Cause City are playing. No, Chelsea. Chelsea's on TV. Well, here right, at least here, the yeah. Chelsea Palace game is TV. But you get every game anyway. I don't know what you're fucking whining. Yeah, about. but sometimes I got to stream it with their app because, oh. like you
0: know.
1: Oh, oh, look at me! <laughs> I have to. Oh, I have to do something slightly different to legally get every fucking game. <laughs> and I'm stuck Ooh. watching Soccer Saturday like a bell end for eight for eight hundred pounds a week. <laughs> yeah. If you guys like the Premier League as much
0: as we do, then you'd get it over there too. You know we're just bigger fans
1: that's true yeah that's true
0: there are literally more premier league fans in the u.s than in england
1: i mean there's literally five times as many people
2: sure i know
0: i'm <laughs> denying that but i'm saying in terms of the actual number there are more people who watch the premier league regularly and are fans by whatever metric than there are in england yeah I'm and there's probably more out. in india oh yeah we're huge in india
1: <laughs> man. you know what else is big in india
0: miles <laughs> Offside podcast Much love to our Indian listeners. We love you guys. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. We are forever in your debt. Because if it wasn't for you guys, we would not have a podcast. There are about two Americans and six English people. And we're friends with all of those people. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else is like India and Barbados.
1: Yeah. If any companies in India would like to sponsor us, (laughs) uh, just get in touch. If if needs be, we'll move over there. Um, I'll I'll learn the language, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I would do an ad for... An Indian beer company, like gladly, right? What's a good Indian beer? Let's do one right now. Let's practice. Uh um, trying to beer. think of an actual Indian beer. <laughs> we're huge fans, by the way, whoever we're about
1: to do. Whoever we're about to do, um, love it.
0: He- Heineken? Heineken is the biggest beer brand in India, according to is business. It?
1: Brilliant. So if Heineken want to get involved, we'll happily do an advert for Heineken. Jesus, we're um, such whores. We just, uh, yes <laughs> it's just yes. like we will do whatever for money Ian, Ian when we first decided to do this you yeah. told me that yeah. we would be raking it in by like episode 20 <laughs> we're on 21 yeah. now and I'm still poor as fuck <laughs>
2: we've yeah. got a child
1: to feed you need to start living up to your promises Ian where's where's my inordinate amount of money I think I underestimated how shit we were going to be I think you overestimated it uh, overestimated yeah. how how I don't know. I underestimated my command of the <laughs> English language. I'm still quite ill, guys. Just me out of it.
0: Um, Why am I the one that sounds the least dumb this week? Like, what is going on here? We got brothers from the same family. We got not understanding.
1: A broken clock is two in a bush, once in a moon or something.
0: Yeah. All right. Ah! all right.
1: Man <laughs> City, City Southampton. 6-0. <laughs> Huddersfield, Fulham. Minus four, minus three.
0: Yeah, can That's... we have negative goals in that negative. one? Negative! <laughs> uh, you owe us six goals for making us watch this.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's, That's that going to be on t te- That game is going to be on... Oh. Monday Night Football. I'm so glad I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> so glad. Mitro hat trick. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> uh, you're fucking mental, mate. It's time to go. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ian Stimson. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oscar P. Puente. That's me. Is your does your middle do you have a middle name, Oscar? I do. Does I it begin with it a air, P? I does it, it begin with a P?
0: It does not begin with a P, it begins uh,
1: with an R. I just uh, always I call you. OPP. Uh, yeah, he's like always just yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 In in my head he is always the OPP. Um but anyway, thank you very much for listening guys. Take care. Goodbye.
0: Another episode of the Miles Offside podcast where we
1: um, (laughs) change change the introduction by a tone and it completely throws the whole fucking thing off. I was too
0: busy looking at your faces to see if you'd react.